This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm feeling actually quite emotionally fragile right now. Actually quite distraught. And I know I know you will as well when I impart this really, really terrible, terrible news. Please, if you've had a bad day, just take a moment. Maybe you don't want to watch this video. Now, I understand. This is this is sad. Basically, the British Conservatives and the American Republicans, they're in, they're in a lot of trouble. Actually, quite a lot of trouble. Um, I don't mean the obvious. If you look at the British Conservatives, you know, the whole partying through lockdown while people couldn't even hold the hands of their dying relatives, um, then lying about it, presiding over an epic cost of living crisis and failing to offer actual solutions which could help people having a relentless civil war um oh sorry i forgot the miner turned britain into a giant laboratory for hard right economic policies which nearly triggered economic apocalypse and sent mortgage payments hurting upwards unquestionably these have all caused the tories one or two problems i grant you but they actually have a much bigger problem than that a much bigger problem how how is that possible given all of those i would say pretty dire circumstances that they're responsible for the bigger problem they have is, wait for it, brace yourselves, it's a graph. Yeah, it's a graph. Sure, I'm being serious, deadly serious in fact. This graph, which I'm going to show you, unless you're listening, in which case I'll just have to describe it, um, should absolutely chill the bones of all those lovely, charming folk amongst us who just want to slash taxes for rich people, privatise public services that we all depend on and make the lives of minorities as hellish as possible. So let's have a look. So this is a graph which is published by the Financial Times, which looks at how millennial voters' political preferences in the UK and US have evolved. A millennial, for those who don't know, is someone born between the mid, sorry, the early 1980s and the late uh, 1990s. Like me, well, I'm what's called a geriatric millennial. If we're going to get technical and make me feel insecure, but you can't pry my millennial status away from me. I am a millennial. What the graph shows is that other generations have shifted to the right over time as they got older, which is regarded generally as a kind of cliche. So you've got the silent generation, which were born between uh, the late 1920s and the end of World War II. Um, in Britain, which I'll focus on, they this happens in America too. The graph shows American um, previous generations shifting to the right, except for millennials. But I'm going to focus on Britain because we've only got so long to talk about this in the video. Um, so they started being less likely to vote conservative than the national average in their youth, but then ended up far more conservative than the national average. The same goes for boomers, baby boomers, who were born between the end of World War II and the mid-1960s. Quite famously conservative, uh, the boomers, uh, I would say. Now, Generation X, so they're the ones born between the mid-1960s and the early 1980s. Um, they flatline and then become marginally less conservative before converging with the national average so they have shifted to the right now it's interesting millennials it's unprecedented their behavior they're not shifting to the right at all in fact the opposite they've become steeply less and less conservative with age what the hell is going on 
I would give a little caveat here. I don't like generational politics. I don't like the idea of discussing the divide in society being about age. I'm a socialist. I believe in class politics, which is that the division that matters in society is who's got wealth and power and who doesn't. Um, there were 1.9 million pensioners in Britain who live in poverty. And you've got rich kids who go to private school who obviously are not struggling. So you can't just say, you know, a generation is composed of different classes and interests. But it is obviously the case when we talk about wealth and power that there has been a concentration which is partly age, well, comes very much into it, which I'll, I'll go on to. I also want to add the caveat. I know there are left-wing older people. I know they exist. My mum is one of them. She's 71. She's definitely left-wing. She's more left-wing than I am. And I'm 38. So I think, you know, ca the, the, these caveats are important, including many of you watching these videos. I know I read your comments when you get very angry when I talk about the generational divide. There are brilliant left-wing older people who people like me rely on, depend on. We've learned from you. We build on your struggles. You've actually fought through very difficult times for a very long time. So we appreciate you. We're not talking about you. We're just saying overall... And you can see that from what happened in the 2019 election. According to YouGov, 56% of 18 to 24-year-olds voted Labour. Massive landslide. 6% um, voted SNP and 4% uh, voted Green. So I'm going to ignore the Lib Dems because I'm not going to count them in this box. But that would mean 66% of 18 to 24-year-olds voted for a progressive party. Only 21% of them voted Conservative. So it's just the Tories are just nowhere there. If you look at the over 70s, though... 67% voted Tory. So about as many as voted for progressive parties who are young voted Conservative over 70s. 14% voted Labour. Ouch. Not a fan of Corbyn's Labour Party in the over 70s. Uh, interestingly, in the uh, 2019 election, despite Labour's route, I know we lost, or they lost. Sorry, I'm not supposed to be partisan. I don't think anyone can accuse me of being a torchbearer for the current Labour Party, to be fair. I'm an independent commentator. Um, but nonetheless, um, in the last election, the in terms of the working age population, more people voted Labour than Tory, but so many pensioners voted Tory. That, that obviously didn't matter. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Now, you might think a lot of this is to do with property ownership. Clearly something to do with it. You get capital. Uh, more invested in defending the economic status quo. You fear anything which might rock the boat. Um, and also those who are homeowners are more likely to be affluent in the first place. Talk about in terms of the housing crisis in a minute. But interestingly, the evidence suggests this, that millennial homeowners, so they're going to be more well off from the beginning anyway, because they often get, let's be honest, a full deposit 
bank of mum and dad inheritance unless they've just been very lucky or just got a very well-paid job somehow but anyway interestingly the evidence suggests that this group started off more conservative than renters and continue to be more conservative than renters uh, they're only a fraction of their generation of course but they have shifted quite markedly to the left so you can't just say it's about home ownership but let's talk about what's happening in the round um in terms of what this really quite existential crisis for the right means uh, sorry why it's happened one is the housing crisis there's no question that home ownership amongst younger people has plummeted very very sharply uh, compared to previous generations and younger people have been driven into a private rented sector charging rip-off rents with a lack of security and um, now that obviously has antagonized younger people quite understandably you know it's, it's because of the mass selling off partly of council housing so you know council housing is not an option for younger people really um, so about four in ten of the council properties sold off under right to buy are now let out by private landlords charging twice the rent of a social rent. So the housing crisis just eats away at the pay packets of younger people. Um, and that obviously has, you know, that that is more of an impact than taxes. It's, it's, it's having to hand over so much of your wage packet to a private landlord. That has politicised young people. If you look at things like youth services, growing up in a society which since 2010, 71% funding has been slashed from youth services, things like that. The longest squeeze in living standards, and I say this a lot because it's true, since the Napoleonic age, that has disproportionately affected younger people, but the working age population as a whole. Being clobbered with debt for going to university, Labour started that quite clearly. I think, though, because you had the trebling under the Tories and people, have, you know, a cohort have grown up with that debt, you know, which, again, is, is that's a de facto tax. It's an 11% added tax for those who are eligible to pay it on their pay packet. So you end up with paying student debt, paying your private landlord. Combined, that's a massive hit to your living standards. That is obviously politicised young people. Um, the lack of secure jobs. So even if you get indebted, you end up that massive amount of student debt just on your shoulders, often stuck in low-paid, insecure work, the rise of things like zero hours. I would say as well, things like the climate emergency looming. Younger people clearly take that very seriously because it's your future. <laughs> it's our future. But younger people know that they will have to grow up in a world which could well be dying. I think that's had a big impact. Social issues, social issues, younger people on a whole range of issues, LGBTQ rights, feminism, multiculturalism, uh, immigration, uh, issues like minorities, like Muslims. You know, recently we've been discussing the whole issue of Andrew Tate and he has, for example, radicalised a section of younger men in terms of misogyny. I'm not, you know, I'm not generalising about all, but it's certainly true that as a whole, younger people are far more progressive on these issues than any previous generation there's also the fact you know formative experiences if we think about the older wing high of millennials growing up with the iraq war um but then also the financial crash and its aftermath i think just that had a big disruptive impact obviously in terms of people's understanding of capitalism and and how it works and who it screws over because in the aftermath of the financial crash it was younger people who picked up the tab for a crisis they clearly absolutely had nothing to do with whatsoever so i think it's this fusion of a lack of economic security because neoliberalism the system we have the economic system which privatizes slashes taxes on the rich says business can do what they want let markets run riot the promise of that was you'll be free the individual will be free you can make it 
you can make your own money, you can rise to the top. That was the promise. But that's not how it was lived. It wasn't freedom, it was insecurity. And insecurity is not freedom at all by any stretch of the imagination. Now, older people, the triple lock in pensions, um, which has protected their incomes correctly, I support the triple lock in pensions. If you attack, well, that means pensions will always rise a certain amount. If you get attacked the pensions of older people, you attack the pensions of younger people because they're aspirational pensioners. If you, that means lower pensions await them. So they get a double whammy of being screwed over now and then they get less pensions later on. But the point is, that has protected them and home ownership is higher, significantly higher, amongst older people. In fact, most older people either own their own home outright, so not paying anything, um, or they're homeowners, generally. Um, and they're socially conservative on issues like LGBTQ rights, immigration, you can I mean, just name it and look at the polling. Very socially conservative generation indeed. So they've got the opposite. They're economically secure. Ironically, social democracy, the state has been protected for them. And they're socially conservative. For the rest of the population, particularly younger people, that lack of economic insecurity that neoliberalism has given them, plus progressive social values, has politicised them. So that's why millennials, and if you think millennials, that's why millennials are moving to the left. Oh, if people are scared of them who are right wing, wait till Generation Z come of age, because they think a lot of millennials are kind of wet when it comes to these issues. So basically, they're in trouble. It's an existential crisis. It's happening in the United States as well. It's not true everywhere. If you look at some countries, younger people are actually quite right wing. The most pro-Bolsonaro demographic in Brazil, he's the far right guy, are male millennials. It's not a universal rule, but it is interesting that's happening in countries like Britain and the United States, and it should absolutely terrify the Tories and the right, but give the rest of us quite a lot of hope to build them. Please like, subscribe. I'll see you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.